Welcome everyone to the Iron Fist podcast by Fantastic Geek. My name is Matt and joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk about the unfortunate but probably expected cancellation, non-renewal of Iron Fist for season three. Indeed, Pete, yesterday, October 12th, 2018, the the unexpected happened. Marvel's Iron Fist was canceled by Netflix and uh, certainly shocking Pete and all this time that we have been podcasting the MCU, podcasting Marvel television. This is only our third cancellation episode, uh, you know, Iron Fist being the third after uh, after Inhumans and Agent Carter. And this, of course, in that unusual territory of Netflix and of there's no direct way or no direct context to understand how one show does versus another. You know, I think the Inhumans ratings and the Agent Carter ratings made their cancellations unsurprising. But this, I have to admit, Pete, a little out of the blue. I was both surprised and not surprised when I heard the news. Um, and here's the way I've, I've come to think of it. This is not an Iron Fist funeral. This is more akin to we are gathered around the hospital room waiting to hear where the organs are being donated to. After uh, a, a car crash in season one and an, a, an attempt to, uh, you know, uh, resuscitate the victim in, in season two, which I don't think anyone could objectively look at the show and say it wasn't better in season two. But I can't for a moment believe that they would be allowed, encouraged to lay the story tracks for where these characters were going without some kind of plan B for where they would go. And indeed, in the last couple hours, we're starting to hear that Luke Cage, which had been hanging in limbo all this time on a renewal for season three, has been renewed. I'm willing to bet we're going to hear very soon. Okay, Finn Jones winds up there for the three episodes he owed when they cut the season order for Iron Fist uh, season two from 13 to 10. And then a couple more here, there, everywhere. And does that include Colleen? Does Colleen and... Um, Misty gets to Daughters of the Dragon now. There's a lot of speculation. This is the first time a Marvel Netflix show has gone down. This was the one that was most likely. I think we're past the window here of, uh, you know, will we get another Defenders? Are they just going to continue their separate seasons and maybe a separate team up is, is in the offing, like I said, with Daughters of the Dragon or you know, heroes for hire, but, uh, yeah, we're really in uncharted territory. Well, let's do a bit of an anatomy about how this went down. Uh, the info dropping late Friday night, uh, the, the exclusive was given via identical statements to both deadline and the Hollywood reporter, uh, to be fair, deadline posted it five minutes before the Hollywood reporter and claimed exclusivity. That's how works. <laughs> I guess that's how, I guess that's how it works. You get there first, but they both quoted from the exact same press release a press release that initially i looked for you know on disney pr netflix pr but then i went back and reread both articles both articles said that they were given you know like deadline was given this this 
quote. And Hollywood Reporter was given this quote. They were both given the exact same quote about how, you know, about how the show uh, would be canceled. Um, as you mentioned, Pete, definitely an improved second season. Um, the third season tease that was the capper to season two, that was the best part. Yeah. Uh, it does cross my mind, you know, is there a certain illogic to the notion that maybe the best part of season two was them suggesting a different storyline, i.e. that of season three? I mean, listen, uh, I, I wrote it on Twitter. I, I stand behind it. We've said it before on the podcast. Scott Buck, the showrunner of season one of both Iron Fist and then strangely given in humans as well, um, is the third biggest villain in the Marvel cinematic universe behind Thanos and Loki. Um, he's, he's killed these two shows and, uh, M Raven Metzner gets a lot of credit for coming in and trying to take that casserole of confusion and craft it into something with a trajectory for season two. So he could get to something that was all his own by season three and unfortunately doesn't get to do it at least under the iron fist branding. Yeah. And I think that that has us look to the future here, uh, in that press statement, uh, Disney and Netflix said the immortal iron fist will live on. That statement has become the basis, particularly for deadline to intuit that, Iron Fist, the series, is going to be revived for the Disney streamer. I have a bunch of thoughts, Pete, but the one, you know, surprise, surprise, you know, so, sometimes the the spoiler Pete uh, mantra goes from what people might assume is fiction into fact. You had the best response of, of them all on Twitter last night when uh, me and someone else were discussing some of the merits and demerits back and forth. You reminded uh, people, what about the ratings? I don't mean watching ratings, but the the, the parental ratings. Disney Play is not going to do anything remotely naughty. They intend to make this 100% family-friendly. Danny Rand of Rand Enterprises uh, from Kun Lun, the sworn enemy of the hand, they'd either have to completely uh, neuter the show as we understand it um, or uh, accept it as it is. And that would be the lone uh, different show on Disney play. I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, while uh, the Mandalorian, the, the star Wars series is filming now um, there's no way they're going to have, you know, uh, Boba Fett's uh, great grandson or whoever that is in the helmet uh, decapitate, uh, somebody with, uh, you know, all sorts of gore. So I, I just don't see Iron Fist going there, um, in the way that it existed. And I don't think that's a way to suddenly pull people over, but Hey, Hey, I mean, this is all you complimented me, Matt, and thank you. I'll compliment you. You know, Iron Fist does not become a draw to make people sign up for Disney play. You're going there for your Star Wars live action series. You're going there for, um, you know, their content, uh, the, the backlog of, of things they have that eventually they will pull away from Netflix. The, I'm thinking the cartoons, uh, the live action movies, everything else, not for Danny Rand of Rand Enterprises. 
And I don't think that I don't think that in you saying that, and I certainly agree with the sentiment. I don't think that we are we are denigrating Danny Rand over at Enterprises, as you are so fond of saying, you know, or, or Iron Fist as a show. I don't think that we're denigrating it necessarily on its content, but rather I want to highlight what <laughs> highlight what you just repeated me saying, which is this notion of all of this stuff for a new streamer let alone existing ones but all this stuff for a new streamer uh it has to drive subscriptions and you know i don't know whether the disney streamer which you know we're all colloquially calling it disney play everybody's doing that that's yet to be official i just want to point that out even though now yeah. i'll just return to calling it disney play because it's a perfect name um let's just say for the sake of argument they are going to drop stuff weekly just because that is a way to spread out content especially early on and to keep those monthly subscriptions going um if i'm going to hang around for three months of subscription to see all 12 episodes making up the numbers here but all 12 episodes of the mandalorian um okay that's one way to get me hooked in and in those three months i'm saying oh wow look they have some of these you know, some of the Kurt Russell 60s and 70s Disney movies I've never seen before. Oh, I could watch that with the kid. Or, oh, wow. Uh, you know, hey, the week after Mandalorian ends, that's when the remake of Lady and the Tramp is coming out. Real thing, by the way, Lady and the Tramp remake for yeah. Disney Play. Um, hey, that's an excuse to sign up again. It's a movie, quality movie that's only going to be there. Do yeah for you and me for a lot of our listeners would we continue to keep that subscription to see the next season of Iron Fist? Yeah, probably. If you're you know if you're almost ten minutes into this podcast, you dig Iron Fist enough to to watch more. But is that going to be the thing that drives a lot of subscriptions versus the Star Wars TV show versus the the live action remake of a beloved animated classic, you know, and so on and so on. I don't think that it is, and I think that if we just look at pure, cold-hearted, kind of uh, business person chess here, what has Netflix done? Netflix probably has axed a show that was doing least well amongst the four, five if you want to include Punisher, six if you want to include Defenders, so they've probably kind of culled the slowest of the herd. Uh, on top of that, what have they done as they've started whatever countdown there is contractually? And no one knows. Is it 12 months after cancellation, reruns revert to Disney? You know, or, or, or is the character now up for grabs? Or is the character tied up for a year? No one knows. Whatever that countdown is, they've started it with Iron Fist. But now it's damaged goods, Pete. It's the canceled show. It's the show that why did it get canceled? Not enough people watched the shortened second season of the show that was savagely beaten up by critics in the first season. The show that could have been more diverse. Although, of course, we have argued pro and con of that in prior episodes. But right. I feel like they've left this show with a black eye. And for Disney to say, coming to Disney Play, three great things original movies the star wars tv show and the cast-offs of netflix that it didn't like anymore you know netflix the top dog it spit this up i mean it would be precedent setting we've never seen something get canceled at netflix and get revived elsewhere usually <laughs> netflix is the is the the ejection seat uh parachute bailout uh situation um Counterpoint to what you're saying, though, you know, no one signs up for Netflix for a show slash movie that suddenly appears with one word name, as so often happens on 
Netflix, flipping through, flipping through. Oh, this is new. I'm not watching that. Not really pulled in. Um, it's the thing that you sign up for and then the other stuff you look forward to. So could Disney stack its deck by bringing over an Iron Fist? Sure, they could. Um, I, I just don't think, given the content and then the the bailout of uh, Netflix, bailout of a, of a competitor by taking that show on to charge for, I just think there's so many different things at play here for them to go with it. I think the far, far more likely scenario is that these characters will be donated, parsed out to other series, if not completely to Luke Cage, um, if not a Daughters of the Dragon, at least limited series, if not its own series. I mean, we've had one I'm sorry, two female held shows. We had Agent Carter, which is the second one Marvel um, TV ever did. And then we've had Jessica Jones. I, I think there's enough of a thirst for a third, the, the second on right now. I think that the future of Iron Fist or its associated parts, that's going to be the canary in the coal mine for a lot of this mysterious contractual stuff and, and, and things of that sort you know can't does the contract allow you know we've we've wondered as we do cloak and dagger on hulu and uh pardon me cloak and dagger on freeform and runaways on hulu and you know the marvel netflix and marvel abc you know yes they'll make passing reference to minor characters or you know w one last name or this that the other but you know is it possible for a marvel netflix character to show up on agents of shield say i mean our kind of read has been Probably not. There's probably contract language just to keep the different pools separated because Netflix is paying for this and they're not paying to hype Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But, oh man, if Finn Jones shows up in episode, you know, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. is shooting episode 8 now. If if, if Iron Fist shows up in 510, okay. You know, if you start to hear rumors of that, okay. That lets you know what some of these end date and sunsets are on these contracts. So you know, we can kind of intuit things from there. Similarly, while on the one hand, you know, you can find no end today of articles saying Luke Cage is going to be renewed any day now. And I know that some of these shows get secret renewal, Stranger mm -hmm. Things, Jessica Jones season two, uh, pardon me, season three being uh, two off the top of my head, they get secret renewals before official renewals. That said, you know, I mean, if you if it's a week from now, if it's a month from now, and you have yet to hear about Luke Cage, then the imminent renewal rumors were just rumors. And does that mean Netflix is looking to get out of feeding the Disney beast? You know, that's another way to see the canary in the coal mine, too. Iron Fist could be the beginning of showing some kind of direction one way or the other with this whole Defender Punisher package. I mean, when Marvel's Iron Fist social media accounts last night tweet out the story is never over with a picture of Danny with the hoodie on with the mask that says immortal beneath it. That to me is the most telling aspect. I think they had backup plans. They have a plan for the characters um, in terms of where they could go. Uh, yeah. Could it, could it ultimately test do things leave Netflix? Do they go to ABC? Do they go to Freeform? Do they go to Hulu? Uh, can they go to Disney Play? 
but I, I think they know they have some useful parts of this series as opposed to, let's say, uh, in humans. And I just did my secret sign, um, sign for complete and total failure. <laughs> um, I, of course, cannot factually disagree with you because there's no evidence just in terms of do they already have plans in place. I'll just say, I mean, think of any of these shows that you've ever heard of that ended on a cliffhanger, you know, uh, Alcatraz, our dear Alcatraz coming to mind. All sorts of stuff was set up. Stuff was shot for that uh, season finale that didn't make the final cut that was going to set up stuff in the second season because what did the network say? The network said, keep going, keep going. And then it got canceled. So again, we can't know for sure. And I know a lot of people are putting all their eggs in the basket of it's all connected and this is part of the plan and they can't, they can't keep Danny Rand down. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm reminded perhaps as a good analogy, perhaps as a bad analogy, you know, of the, the parks arrangement that Marvel has with Universal Studios, granted written at a time where Marvel was close to bankrupt and written by inept lawyers, but let's say Universal Studios gets exclusive rights to the parks characters east of the Mississippi uh, for forever, and they get rights of first refusal, and, you know, they don't have to pay for it a lot, and it's this awful contract. So it's all about the contract language. You would hope that everyone is smarter now, particularly at Marvel, but you know, I'm not going to hang my hat on the fact that one of the nicknames for Iron Fist is the Immortal Iron Fist, and the press release said the Immortal Iron Fist will live on. Therefore, that means that they're already they already have those carpenters sawing wood to build the Fantastic <laughs> Set for season three, and uh, it's going to be great. The newly reimagined, you know, not TV MA uh, Iron Fist, which not to argue out of both sides of my mouth. That certainly could work. I mean, to me, we kind of say, ooh, Disney pure, and you think of, like, Bambi. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, PG-13, for whatever reasons that require PG-13 rating, I don't feel that a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, you you know, like, you're not prohibited from showing that to children uh, of a certain age versus, say, you know, other PG-13 movies like right. My Beloved Titanic that involves, you know, uh, a, a naked lady, and then later on, um, a man seen shirt up on top of a naked lady shirt up, and then someone's grasping the glass in what appears to be a really fun moment. You know, there's PG-13, and then there's PG-13. Could Iron Fist work in that milieu? Sure, but it would be a third rejiggering of the whole thing, I guess? I don't see it going to Disney Play. I really don't. I would handicap against it. Um, if anybody has ever gotten Danny Rand of Rand Enterprises, the immortal Iron Fist, it was Chio Hidari Coker in the one episode that Finn Jones guested in uh, season two of Luke Cage, uh, the missing ingredient. And uh, go check that out if, if you haven't watched it. I know there's some people out there who haven't gotten into Luke Cage. Um, that's a really, really fun episode um you take nothing away from luke by him coming in you only add to danny and the portrayal of danny there is so very different from his own series 
he was better in the defenders too. I think he was just better outside of carrying the show. And even then this particular season, partially because they were smart, they gave Colleen so much more. And then, you know, the importance of what takes place at the end of the season and everything there. So I, I think there's a plan, as I've said before, um, I don't think they're going to Disney play and, uh, I think we'll know relatively soon. Well, time will certainly tell, and we're not definitively packing up this uh, Iron Fist podcast feed, if, if that's where you're listening. You know, this isn't goodbye. This is Iron Fist canceled by Netflix, because uh, I think, you know... Is you there can't... a Marvel Cinematic Universe equivalent to being frozen in carbonite because that's probably it <laughs> uh well there's uh, fr frozen in the ice in the arctic tundra a la cap there, there, there you go you know if, if anything you take a character like ward meacham who we left at such a precipice of story uh about to be a father having left day-to-day -day doings at uh rand enterprises and is now out with Danny around the world trying to track down um, Orson, uh, Orson Randall, okay? Um, that, I think, is, for me, the most disappointing moment. I think we can live without joy, um, you know, and again, they can pop up elsewhere. They can get name-checked. Oh, and they they went back to work and Rand Enterprises continues to chug along. Or maybe they fold and it's a cautionary tale or who knows what. But, uh, yeah, I, I just wish uh, there, there was uh, some kind of closure there. I hope we get some kind of closure there for that character in particular. Well, Pete, worse comes to worse, maybe there could be like a, a comic book to to address some of these things that's what some of the cool shows do right like you know x-files season 12 or firefly season three don't, don't they all have comic books Buffy, official jericho yeah. uh alcatraz kicked it around um but yeah let let's hope that we get some kind of swift resolution i mean it's it's a blow to everybody who was involved there who had a job and we take no delight in that. Um, but remember, it's it's show business. It's not show friends. And um, one thing we'll never know from Netflix unless they completely break precedent is any kind of idea uh, who watched it. We have cited chapter and verse on this podcast that there are metrics out there that have been pointed to that Iron Fist was the most buzzed about thing um, on, on Netflix for quite some time. And here we are, uh, it's not awake just yet. Like I said, you know, we're, we're in the hospital room and, uh, the doctor's coming in to tell us pretty soon that they're, uh, they're going to pull the plug. Yeah. This is, this is the tough meeting bedside, the family meeting bedside where we say, all right, Pete, when that doctor comes through the door with definitive news, with final news, you know, what are we going to, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're not quite there yet, but we know things are not looking good at all. And like I said, we'll certainly appraise the listener uh, if and when more information comes. I, 
I have to agree with you that we are going to see something from the world of Iron Fist again uh, as part of the MCU TV side, whether it's guest spots, whether it's a shorter this, whether it's Daughters of the Dragon, whatever it is, you know, nonetheless, this is this shocking unmapped territory that a Marvel Netflix show has been canceled. Jessica Hennick in particular has got to be in demand and I'm sure her representation is pushing them like, okay, what's going on here? You know, I get my client out. Uh, I had a pilot season. She's done movies. They're filming a stars war right now. Her character was still kicking around at the end of the force awakens. Um, you know, there, there are jumping off points for her, uh, career wise that, um, you know, I, I'm sure her agents are exploring. Well, Pete, as information continues to unfold with this, how can people be in touch with you to talk the future of Iron Fist? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 10,097 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Also check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there is more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek, all one word with the PH. Like it today. Well, as mentioned, Pete, this is not goodbye to our Iron Fist podcast feed. We expect to update it in the days, weeks, months to come. If you're listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, there, of course, is more geeky goodness to come. Maybe something to wash away the, the lump in our throat at the moment, Pete. So with that, for now, I will say adios to all the listeners and give you the final word. There aren't endings, but new beginnings. Mm-hmm.